Grace to you and peace from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. The basis of our meditation this morning is found for us in the Gospel lesson for today. It's found for us in Luke chapter 1. We read it just a moment ago. I again would read these verses. And in those days Mary arose and went with haste into the hill country to a town in Judah. And she entered the house of Zechariah and greeted Elizabeth. And when Elizabeth heard the greetings of Mary, the baby leaped in her womb. And Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. And she exclaimed with a loud cry, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. And why is this granted to me, that the mother of my Lord should come to me? Counting your blessing. Counting your blessings. We're still in the aftermath of Thanksgiving season. We're still in the precursor of, of saying thank you to the many Christmas gifts that uh, will be coming our way and those that we will be giving, giving to others. To be grateful for what we have. To be grateful for all that God has given to us. And yet we ask the question based on what we see in the text here today. How many blessings count as being highly blessed? As Elizabeth was telling Mary. Highly blessed are you, she was saying to her. Mary and Elizabeth help us to understand these just a little bit more, I pray, this morning. We are blessed of God through the presence of Jesus Christ. Being blessed by God comes from the presence of the birth of Christ. Being blessed by God comes from the presence of the incarnate Christ, we could say. Elizabeth declares to Mary, blessed among women, all women, For no sooner had the angel Gabriel announced to Mary that she would be the mother of the Savior than she hurries off to to another that she was hoping and knew would understand the circumstance that she was in. Mary, this very young girl, I'm sure (laughs) filled with many, many questions And especially as the angels kept coming to her, telling her of these wonderful things that were going to be happening to her. And now Gabriel saying to her, you will be filled with the Holy Spirit and that which will be in your womb will be the Savior of the world. And she's saying, how can this be? I'm not married. And now as she enters into Elizabeth's presence, What a surprise at the greeting. John, who was within Elizabeth, leaps for joy. And Elizabeth calls Mary, 
Blessed, indeed blessed, blessed are you. And Mary acknowledges that she is an indeed blessed Moments later, she sings the Magnificat, which is in our liturgy. If you want to look it up, it, it is in our liturgy in the Vespers section of our of our worship of order of worship uh, in our hymnal. A beautiful uh, section. I read it just a moment ago for us today. Mary is not blessed, however, because who she is, just because she is Mary. In the Magnificat, she notes the humble estate of God's servant. She is humbled before God. She also calls God her Savior, for she too acknowledges that she is a sinful human being like all people in need of a Savior and all of all people who also then need, who need to be saved. Furthermore, Mary is clear that it is God who has done great things for her. She gives all the glory to him. And so in this Christmas season, as it is true with all the Christmas seasons, it's Christ who needs to be the center of it all. Does he not? He is the center of it all. It's Jesus who makes all of it go. It's Jesus who focuses our attention on that which helps us to function each and every day as Christians. Mary is blessed, as Elizabeth tells us, because of the blessedness of the fruit of her womb, Jesus Christ. Her blessedness isn't her future. It isn't her future enduring fame. Or it isn't a a future product or a, a, a product licensing, a good marketing scheme, if you will, down to this age. Uh, her blessedness is simply the presence of Jesus Christ in her womb. The church of which we are a part, in which Christ also dwells, is likewise blessed. We are not blessed because of who we are. For we are all sinners who are who justly deserve God's present and eternal punishment, as we confessed just a moment ago in our order of service. Our blessedness is also not measured in any of the things that we have and all of the many things that we have. You know, as we sit and recount, thank you, Lord, for all that you have given to us. Uh, I sometimes wonder why do we have to be given any more at all. Lord, you have given me all that I need to support this body and life each and every day. Our blessedness, like Mary's, consists rather in the presence of Jesus Christ. He is there for us each and every day. Christ is the ultimate source of every true blessing. And so Jesus entered Mary's womb in the presence of Elizabeth and John so that he could ultimately die on the cross. He would ultimately be on a mission for us. Um, That death, by taking away the sin that had separated us from God, brought us back into God's presence now 
and forever. That's the Christmas present that we have today. Uh, The fact that Jesus came for us, the fact that he died for us, the fact that he's going to come again for us, the fact that uh, we anticipate him coming back for us, Jesus Christ alive and well for us. In baptism, which we will be celebrating for little Jeremiah here in just, just a few precious moments, we are then clothed with the righteousness of Christ's death, the heart of our blessedness before God. The presence, the presence that presence, is realized also, as we are, are pleased today to, to celebrate the true body and blood of the crucified Lord Jesus Christ in his holy supper, the Lord's, the Lord's table, which we will also celebrate today, where our Lord continues to come to us with his gifts of forgiveness, eternal life, and salvation. Being blessed by God is receiving through faith in the promise of Christ's presenting word, as we are privileged to hear week after week, and what a privilege it is to come together to study his word, to hear his word, <clears throat> to, uh, to have his word proclaimed to us, and to, to, uh, to be able then to, to learn of it again and again and again. So now Elizabeth declares Mary blessed as one who believed that there would be fulfillment of God's promise. By God's grace, and quite miraculously, Mary had understood at a young, a very young age, and quite miraculously, and responded obediently in faith to Gabriel's announcement to her uh, as God's own word. Instead of fear, instead of uncertainty or doubt, she also found assurance and peace in the promise that he was telling to her. So she was, in, in essence, one of those very first young students of our Lord, of God's word, saying this is what you need to be hearing, this is what you need to be learning about Jesus Christ. We in the church, we who live today, uh, likewise accept in faith that word and promise. We are likewise blessed. Uh, Every time God's word is preached or read, or as we study it, it presents to us That word, just as surely as it did way back when, the angel's word to Mary as it was presented to her then, just as surely as it was presented to Elizabeth and also then John. And by the Holy Spirit's power, we understand and respond in faith to the continued proclamation that our Lord Jesus Christ, who took on a human form, human flesh, and dwelt among us as our promised Redeemer, and salvation. Faith believes this promise that Christ is with us. Whatever sadness or seemingly seeming lack of blessings we experience, instead of doubt or fear, we are blessed with hearts strengthened with peace and the assurance of God's grace for us. This Christ present with us and our sins and troubles is what it is to be blessed. But to trust this, for now, we remain humble learners, like Mary did, who continue to have hope in Christ's promise to return again in glory as he will one day, 
At the end of time, and that's what we're looking forward to, not only as the calendar year ends, but as the world one day will end, we are looking forward to the time when Christ will come again in all of his glory. Our blessedness is therefore not merely a temporary joy, just here today and gone tomorrow, but is also anticipatory. We anticipate Christ coming again. Looking to the future in faith, looking to the future knowing that he is walking with us each and every step of the way. That future blessing we count on. That future blessing we know is there for us. That future blessing we know Christ has said is ours in faith in him. We pray it in his faithful name. In Jesus' precious name, amen. And may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with us now and always. Amen.